one hey everyone <laughs> there it was hey we're back bros in the warpath uh i didn't do this on purpose it was chilly i put a hoodie on it just happened to be this one i'm proud of it um so here we are we're uh we're gonna we're gonna recap week one uh talk about week two uh bros in the warpath uh thank you everyone who was showing the love on twitter uh, a lot of good responses the episode did really well um appreciate it you know if there's any other podcast that would like to call in or we can do like a, if you have a webcam we can do a little skype thing i have to adjust this is gonna annoy me there we go all right <laughs> so yeah if you guys uh if, if you guys want to call in if you notice i got rid of a lot of the stuff on the screen uh we're not doing live anymore so we're gonna record this and then put it up later uh, if you've been having some issues with live, I think because Twitch and YouTube don't like when you stream at the same time on their platforms because they're in comp competitive. So I think they see that you're streaming and then cut your stream off. Um, but it keeps recording, but it just cuts your stream off. Right. And then it cuts you off on Facebook, it cuts you off everywhere. So we're just going to record it and then um, go live uh, and then put the video when we're done on YouTube and Facebook and then put the audio on every platform. Uh, Twitch we're still going to use for game streaming, game streaming but... Uh, if I ever game stream, it's just, it's, it's, you know, whenever it comes around, um, let me pull up here. So week one happened. Uh, we played the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, a lot of stuff that we talked about kind of happened. Um, it was, it was, I, I want to give a huge thank you to Brian for coming on the show, being a great fan of his team and being a good representative of the Eagle fans. Yes, definitely. Um, because even after the game, there was, you know, it was, it was some people were like, oh, we'll, we'll get into, you know, excuses and everything like that. Uh, but one of the things Brian did say, he said, he was, I think the Eagles are going to take an early lead. And then I said, I think your, your team's going to figure things out and make it a game later on. And I was like, man, I, I would love that. But uh, as we know, being Washington fans, um, once our team's down, it's very hard for them to rally. Yeah. And it, and then once they go up, it's hard for them to keep it. Well, as you experienced when you were texting me during the game. Oh, you were uh, you were checked out. I was I was like, oh, we suck again. Yeah. Oh my god. This and is I'm horrible. trying to text. And you were talking you were talking me off the ledge. I have to give you credit. You did. <laughs> you did. You kept me from jumping off my roof, which was nice. And uh, I just went into another room, took a couple deep breaths, I left the game on, was listening, but. I was like, I gotta calm down because this is just pissing me off. This I was is, screaming. This is not good. I was yeah. screaming, but I like it was one of those things where like, so I was watching it, and obviously the first the first series, first couple series, the first half really did not look good. No, um, it looked familiar. It it did. Here's the thing, though. I, I guess I could say like with Kirk Cousins and, right. and stuff like that. Like when he played, it he was. It seemed like he was just out there for him. Like, I'm going to make this completion because it's going to get me a stat. It's going to get, right. like... It, it, when he, was Kirk, a, he was a habitual stat patter. Exactly, yeah. And when Dwayne Haskins was out there, like, he he legit played with heart. Like, right. Like, the whole he, team actually did. Yeah. I mean, I got to give them a lot of credit because, like I said, at first, you know, the old jaded redskin fan in me kind of kicked in mm -hmm. and i was being a bitch yeah and i have to admit that and i have to apologize sorry guys i think it was you, know. you and most of twitter yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> I, I i wasn't completely checked out but i was like oh, i don't know if i could go through this after covid and everything else i just needed some kind of pick me up yeah you know and football was it and then i was so pumped up like at first i wasn't because I told you, it's been a slow start for me being excited for football this year. Yeah. And with everything going on, like I said, with the climate of the country, uh, COVID, 
uh, no fans in the stadium, the name change, everything just kind of was like piling on top of each other. And it was just making it to the point where for the first time in a while, I just wasn't looking forward to it. Yeah. And I was, then when it came game day, I was like, all right, all right, I'm feeling it a little bit, I'm feeling the vibe. And then the game started. And it was like a roundhouse kick to the nutsack. Yeah. First and, drive, they score. Yeah. First, we go three now, and they score immediately. Right. right. Then our defense shows a little signs, and then they score again. Right. And then we miss a field goal, and they make a field goal. And it's like, we're down 17-0 going into the second quarter. Right. Um, real quick, I do want to I do want to talk about something, though, the start of the game. Now, I know a lot of people are getting pissed off because they're putting victims on the back of the helmets and phrases of unity and, and racism. Um if you if you think that racism is not a problem in our country, I'm sorry. I think you're jaded. <laughs> like, just being, we talked about it last week, but they they stood for the national anthem. Not one player took a knee, and even if they did, it doesn't bother me, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I personally don't see it as the knee is being disrespectful. The knee is just calling attention. If it's if if you're if you're if you're looking at it, you're they're mm-hmm. doing their job by calling attention, saying that mm-hmm. there's something we need to fix. We need to come together as one. It's 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 gone more beyond police brutality and, mm-hmm. and trying to get rid of bad cops. It's trying to like systematically call awareness of something that people don't even realize they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't the case. The entire team stood for the. So they didn't show on camera. Is they put the victims of the of and the people who were involved with the Black Lives Matter and the people who have passed away on the jumbotron, and then the entire team took a knee for that situation. Then the cameras came back on. They did their national anthem. <clears throat> Everyone stood for the national anthem. The Philadelphia Eagles stayed in the locker room. Then both teams came out and they linked arms down the field for unity. And they they I guess they played like the start I don't know, starts another. I know they played another song. Alicia Keys sang a song. Um, so if if you're upset because they're still doing the linked arms and kneeling but they're standing for the national anthem and you're still having an issue then then I'm sorry you had then your whole problem with them was nothing to do with the anthem in the first place right. you're just looking for something to be angry about right. because they're bringing attention to something you don't like I I at first uh was a little bit against the whole kneeling mm-hmm. for the national anthem I thought I, I, the premise behind it was fantastic. Yeah. I, I totally understand it. Uh, like you said, racism is an issue. Um, I thought there's a better time. Like, like they ended up figuring out during the game. Mm-hmm. Not so much. Why disrespect something to bring awareness to something else? It, that was it wasn't my, so much intent. That that that's where right. the, that's where it got crossed because the right. media were selling it that he was being disrespectful right. and saying f the troops. Right. And he actually went to a serviceman and said, mm-hmm. "How how can I do this?" Because at first, he, all he did was sit on the bench for the national anthem. Right. And he goes, "Well, I think sitting and not acknowledging the national mm-hmm. anthem is a thing is more disrespectful mm-hmm. than anything." Mm-hmm. He said. Taking a knee is like almost like a prayer. It's almost like you're you're right. you're still you're kneeling for your soldier. You're kneeling. But you're, that was another topic. You're, you're bowing. You know. And you know what I mean. Like, didn't uh, Tebow actually get reprimanded by the NFL for no, for that, kneeling in prayer that before was, the game? That was a whole thing. The problem with the Tebow situation was is his teammates kind of used to shit on him for it mm-hmm. because. So I'm a I'm a Notre Dame. You're you're Notre Dame fan as well, yes. right? So Brady Quinn played with with Te- Te- Tebow, mm-hmm. and Brady Quinn would be like. It used to piss off, piss a lot of us off because he wasn't praying because like he is a man of God, but a lot of his convictions didn't seem genuine because he had to make sure he ran out by himself 
where nobody was around so he can kneel down so the cameras can get around him so they can get their image of him kneeling. Mm-hmm. He goes, but the rest of us would have a little prayer circle because we were all devout Catholics and we'd, mm-hmm. and, and we'd have a little one as a team over there, but he wouldn't participate with us. He had to go out and kneel and make sure everyone's seen him and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't so much like the, the, the media was like, or he was, the media and the NFL was like, you can't do this. Now, the only other player who got in trouble was during a celebration, I think, one time where he did like a, a Muslim praise in the end zone, and he okay. got in trouble for it. But I, I don't recall. I know that there, the, the media says that Tebow got in trouble for it, right. but I think, that was, I think that's been debunked. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but I think that's been debunked. See, it's so hard to, dis- to decipher what's legit, what's not legit, yeah. because the media, like I said, have their own agenda, and... Whatever their agenda is, they seem to push it. And everything's politicized now. Yeah, everything yeah. everything's skewed to the point of unrecognition. Yeah. So it's I've just it it, it sucks because and I, and this may sound sens- insensitive and this may get flack, but it's to the point where you you're 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 on the team, right? Mm-hmm. But the extremists of everything are the ones who ruin it, right? So the people who go and literally try to make a positive message and say, let's bring awareness right. to this and let's do the right thing right. are out there peacefully doing their thing. Right. And then you have a group of people who go out there and, and destroy and cause damage right. And, right. And, and, and hurt people. Right. And you're and then the media only focuses on those people right. and then it destroys your whole movement because that's mm-hmm. what the media's trying to do is not give mm-hmm. you credit for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to say, Oh, Black Lives Matter and then people are like, Well, how do black Lives Matter when you're out here doing this, you know what I mean? And I right. and I I'm not biting. I'm not I'm not biting on the fish hook on that one, you know what I mean? Right. But it is like it's it's I don't know. It's just I just don't buy into it. I just literally I kind of numb myself out from it because mm-hmm. you kind of have to. Like right. you're like I support you, but like at what point are you just like I there's nothing we like the, no matter what people are going to do, they're going to fight because they're going to buy into what the media is selling them right. and, and not look at things at a different light. But, right. but yeah, so I just wanted to say, I, th- I thought the way they handled the beginning of the game was good, where they kind of said, all right, this is the national anthem time, this, mm-hmm. is, the, this is the protest side, and mm-hmm. then let's play football. I, I got a little upset. I, got a, I saw a guy on Twitter today, and we got into a little discussion. And I don't think he was a Redskin fan, but he was... Um, it was underneath uh, Pro Football Talks. Uh, they were talking about Villanueva, the okay. uh, right tackle from the Steelers. Well, I guess instead he, he put he, a military veteran, right? He put which a, is fine. Yeah, he put a military veteran that was that actually was blown up mm-hmm. for his his troops. Yeah, and um, now he's he's a he's big in the military. I yeah. mean, that's that's who Villanueva is. He was the one that walked out of the tunnel when his team decided to stay right. in the tunnel and he wanted to stand out and, and right. stand for the national Well, life. this guy was just bashing him, saying this is blatant racism, all this other stuff. I said, well, first of all, the person that he's honoring was a man of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, it's he was, this guy was going back and forth with me and he was saying, well, that's like saying during Breast Cancer Awareness Month, well, what about AIDS? And I was like, well, the hard part about that is, is you can't discriminate any kind of protest or any kind of awareness mm-hmm. because just because it's, it's, they're, they're doing Black Lives Matter and they're, they're, they have a specific person. They're not saying all lives don't matter. Right, right. No, but yeah. just, just what this guy was saying was he was saying like, in other words, like if it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, you can't say anything about AIDS. Well, that's, that's, that's just. That's not, not true. No, that's like looking through life with, with blinders on. Mm-hmm. I said, honestly, I said, so what you're saying is, so during Military Awareness Month in November, nobody should kneel. 
I mean, that might, have, might not have been a good mm-hmm. analogy, but to prove my point and yeah. to, to disprove what he was saying, I mean, nobody's, anybody that wants to honor anybody, I mean, that's the beauty of freedom of speech. Yeah. I mean, we're all, everybody has the right to stand up for what they believe in, for what they feel isn't right, for what they do feel is right. It doesn't matter if it's this month or that month or yep. or, or whatever. If you feel... I mean, like I said, that's that's the beauty of freedom of speech. Absolutely. And I mean, if you take and, it and away that, from one person... Freedom of speech does not end when you're uncomfortable. Right, right. And if you take it away from one person, then how can you sit there and actually say, hey, I want to be heard? Mm-hmm. So, or I love the fact when people are like, you're just a, a stupid football player. Uh, you have no right to protest because you make money. Mm-hmm. No, they... No. Every single person who's on that field started probably in a slum, mm-hmm. probably in a terrible neighborhood. Right. And spoiler alert, you know how many pro football players still get pulled over and treated like shit by police oh, officers yeah. because the police officer doesn't see them as a football player because exactly. they don't know. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's it happened many a time with and, and NBA players and stuff. But uh, but yeah, no, I I I don't mind the protest. Um, no, not at all. Uh, I th- I think it's I think it's a I thought the way they handled it was very good. Uh, but let's let's I just wanted to address that. But I want right. let's get back into football here. So uh, we're down seventeen. Haskins is showing. That he he needs work, right? It, it, to me, you kept saying it was inaccuracy, and I was like, I agree, but I think a lot of it was timing. I think it was. I think he was. He was nervous. Yeah, I really do. And I mean, I well, he has he, no th- like this whole this whole system had no preseason, right? So that first half, realistically, that first half, the, the first couple games are going to be preseason mm-hmm. for us. So I don't expect them to come in against Arizona and be on fire, right? I, I still think they're going to have to work jitters out. We're going to still have to like. There's going to be a lot of cobwebs to clean out of this. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think the I think the takeaway here is our defense literally was on the field the entire first half. Right. And normally when our defense would have to be on the field the entire half, mm-hmm. we'd fall apart by the second half. But I think because we talked about during last episode, our depth at pass rush, right. where the Eagles were down big. But if you look at the first half, Eagles backups – did a pretty decent job containing the pass rush. Mm-hmm. But what broke them down is our rotation at pass rush. So when they were like, all right, cool, we're doing our job, and then we bring in another, like kind of like the Cowboys pass rush for a while there, mm-hmm. and it, like where they just have really good schemes and really good rotations and really good like ways of flipping the guys around and mm-hmm. bringing heat from different angles, the, 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 the Washington really did a good job simulating that or right. doing their own thing. With the Obviously, we have two defensive-minded coaches, our right. masterminds there. So it just got to the point where – the Eagles offensive line were just like, we can't fucking keep up with this. Like they are just on us. And no matter what we do, when they bring a substitution in, you're now, instead of blocking him, I'm now Kerrigan's here. Like, you know what I mean? Well, the thing is, is like you can substitute your defensive lineman coming in, but nine times out of 10, you're not going to sub your offensive line. Yeah. So they got gassed. I'd say by about midway through the second quarter. Yep. I think because their adrenaline was pumping at first and they knew the task at hand, the, the offensive lineman. And so when you're gassed like that after, after, I mean, when your adrenaline's pumping like that, you're going to get gassed a little and bit Our quicker. defensive line did not look exhausted no. at all. Well, they, like you said, I mean, they came in in, in waves. Yeah. They, they just came in in shifts. Chase, Chase Young would literally pass rush five plays in a row, go over on the sideline. And he would just stand there like he wasn't even sucking wind. No. 
Well, he's he's a he's a he's but a, even like he's all, a freak. Yeah, all of them were just kind of just like right. they were chilling. They were it was, and that's another thing that pissed me off royally, because everybody's complaining. Oh, this was our backup offensive line, backup offensive line. If you look at one of the clips, it was Boston Scott. It was a pitch around the right side. Okay, Deron Payne pretty much put the freaking forklift on Kelsey. Kelsey is your Pro Bowl center. Yeah. He's not a backup. He's not a scrub. He is the anchor of your offensive line. And he literally picked him up five yards, pushed him into the backfield, and threw him into Boston Scott so other guys can make the tackle. Yeah. I believe it was I'm not sure who it was. I don't know if it was it might have been Kerrigan. Yeah. But I mean Well I did make a prediction. I th- I said Kerrigan gets his two sacks this game. Yes you did. I, I only said it was one and a half. Yeah. So And I, he got the first one yeah. and then the second one I was like, he's getting it. And yeah. then he, he read the screen, so he kinda jumped and yeah. disrupted the play and then everyone else kinda got wins. And I was like, Oh, that was almost the second one back to back plays. I'll, I'll tell you what, that was he I'll tell you what, his awareness and Chase Young's awareness on screen. They were they busted up screen about three or four. Remember different... when Kerrigan used against Eli, tipped the screen in the air, caught it and mm-hmm. ran it in for a touchdown, yep. a pick six. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and he almost he almost had a little fumble recovery for a touchdown. Yeah, and Moreland was gone. I'm sorry on his interception, he was gone. If it wasn't for D Jax, yeah, Deshaun Jackson got him from behind. Got him from behind, and he was the only one because he had a convoy. Yeah. going to the end zone, <laughs> and and he knew it. He even said in his press conference, he said, "I thought I was taking that to the house." He said, "Next time I get it, I'll take it to the house." Yeah, the uh, the 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 crazy thing is, is like just. It, it's you can definitely tell that that Chase Young and Ryan Kerrigan are are close. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, because when they got in that rotation that dude, together, that yeah, dude. <laughs> when they got in that rotation together, and and Chase hit him, and then Kerrigan scooped it up, and they just got like, and then during the celebration at the end, I mean, I'm jumping around here, but like the celebration at the end when they gave the game ball, Chase Young was the first one to go over and hug Kerrigan. They right. were the first ones to to bond with each other. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like Kerrigan. Everyone's thinking like Kerrigan's getting pushed out here. He may not be there next. I don't think so. I think Kerrigan's at the point now where he's like, I would. I can see per- Kerrigan taking a pay cut to play off the bench, and 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 working with this young team. I don't even know if it's going to be a pay cut, but I think it'll be something where it's, he'll, he'll the way it's structured. He'll restructure. It's going to be huge because I mean nowadays you could. I mean, look at look at some of these teams that are pulling money out of thin air. That yeah. All of a sudden they. Like they don't have money, they're they're four hundred thousand under over the cap, and then they have to make a move, and then all of a sudden they're signing Jalen Ramsey to a record deal. Yeah. So it's I mean it, the cap can be manipulated so bad. Mm-hmm. I, I I put some stock into the into the salary cap, but but those guys are those guys are experts, man. They know what they're doing. Yeah. And but that's what. Uh, speaking of salary cap, that pissed me off too, because Dallas cleared up space with uh, with Lawrence, and. They pushed money, or or they actually gave it, turned it into bonus money, to create to spread it over over a couple of years over the life of the contract, and it freed up so much money this year. So everybody thought they were they were doing Earl Thomas, mm-hmm. but when we did that and Dallas did that in the uncapped year, we got a penalty. We got a penalty. Yeah, we got a cap penalty on that. So. I still think that was a, that was a that was a shit show. I agree because the NFL kind of gave us permission to do it, and then said, right. oh, "We changed our mind." They're like, uh, "No, we changed our mind." Yeah, um, but yeah, so we're, we're down we're down seventeen here. Um, defense is just is is now starting to make their presence felt. They're getting a, they're getting a Carson wins. They're putting hits on them. I think we're up to like three or four sacks at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and our safeties who have didn't weren't playing amazing um one thing i will notice i will say that i noticed um 
we played press a lot where we didn't do that in the past. Our secondaries played like a 15-yard cushion and let everything happen in front of them, and then they just hoped for our pass rush to, to make a move. Mm-hmm. We played bump and run. We try to slow down the receivers as much as possible so our defense can get to Carson even quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it got to the point where our, our, our defense is like, all right, Carson knows he doesn't have time for the deep ball, so we're going to sit on the route and that's exactly what they started doing. Mm-hmm. And that's when they, they started shit. They start stuffing plays and the first interception happens. Um, we got a short field and I was like, all right, this is the time for, you know, we, we, we already missed a field goal at this point, but it's now it's time for us to go out and, uh, really make points we have to score here. Mm-hmm. So he, he gets a short field, he goes out and he puts points in the board. And I was like, all right, here we go. Right before half we're going in, you know, looks like, you know, Eagles are, uh, Eagles are going to kill the clock. We're going to go into halftime, probably down 10. Um, that's not the case. Carson Wentz throws another interception. Almost throws an interception his first drive back, his first play back on the last interception. Throws another pick, turns into points. Now we're going at halftime, and it's a it's a it's a one possession game. Um, and came in at halftime. Uh, reports are that Rivera went into the training room to get an IV to get some fluids because he is battling cancer. And uh, Dwayne Haskins pretty much right before half two, they show him on the sidelines with the defense, and he's like. It's my time now to step up. Like, you guys are doing your job. You guys are killing it. I need to do better at my job at quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he's over there telling the defensive line, thank you for what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. the chemistry is he's there. He's definitely showing that he's a leader. Yeah. I mean, definitely. There's, there's no he's, doubt He's it. not blowing us away as a superstar. Like, he didn't have a Kyle Murray game. He didn't have a Cam Newton game. But he, he, he you know who he had a game like? He had an Alex Smith game. Yes. He protected the ball. He moved it when he needed to. He didn't make bad decisions. He didn't take bad sacks. Uh, he, he 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 didn't take any big hits. Right. Um, and he. I'll, I'll, now you mentioned the hit. Um, that one play at what was it third third quarter? He rolled out. Uh, was going for the first down. Gave up. Slid. Yeah. Still got nailed. And helmet there was no penalty. Held the helmet. Yeah. No penalty. And there was no penalty. And then our guy. Literally is going across the middle, right? In the in a war zone, right? And they both lower their right. bodies to like not hit each other, right? And we get a helmet to helmet, right? Yeah, yeah. I I was I was furious about that. And yeah. there was there was a play when he in, got the has a please get the fuck up. There was a play in another game that um, oh, I forget who it was. I think it was was it the Tampa Bay game? It might have been. I only watched the first quarter of that game. And I mean, they oh, it might have been Atlanta. Might have been Atlanta. But somebody. They, they they grazed the quarterback and he dove head first. So which he's still a ball carrier if he's going head first. Yeah. He got hit and they called roughing roughing the passer. Wow. And I was like, You gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Um so halftime Haskins takes over the team speech and I don't they don't really say they didn't say what he said, but um he was the one who took over the halftime speech. Mm-hmm. Uh the team came out and they were on fire, man. They never they didn't look back. Well he came out and he said, We're we're at home. He said we don't have to we don't have to play little brother to this team yeah. right now. So we're going to come out and, and we're going to smack him in the mouth. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, he played, a, um, like I said, a very consistent game. Um, let me, I have the box score here. So, uh, total for the Eagles total, uh, was for Wentz was he went 40 or 24 for 42 for 270 yards. He averages 6.4, uh, uh, yards per uh, throws for his yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, Eight sacks for 62 yards, uh, quarterback rating of 72.5. How many fumbles? He had two fumbles, I believe, right? Or Wentz, was it three? I think Wentz had he had two, but one was recovered by his team. Okay. Yeah. I think right. it was two. I, I was thinking three, two were it was, recovered it by was his team. It was a total of three fumbles because yep. Rager had a fumble, too. Oh, Rager had a fumble? On, okay. on the, the bot snap. 
uh, the botch the botch punt. Okay. He, he pooched the punt. That was just a muff. Yeah, but that's still I think considered uh, a fumble, I, isn't it? I thought I thought Wentz fumbled three times, but I, I could be wrong. I yeah. could be wrong. Um, but yeah, it was. So there's there's three force. I mean, I will say two, two force fumbles, eight sacks, two interceptions. It was almost three interceptions. Almost three, yeah. yeah uh, Dwayne was offsides. Yeah, Dwayne yeah. Haskins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Chase Young got in there and stripped yep. it. Um, Dwayne Haskins went 17 for 31, 178 yards, 5.7, one touchdown, zero interceptions, three sacks for 19 yards. Quarterback rating 82.5. Like I said, did not light the, the board up. Um, no mistakes. But he played solid. McLaren only had five catches for 61 yards, but those 60, those five catches for 61 yards were were third down conversions. Yeah. Um, he he couldn't get the deep ball down because he was, everybody was on him. But if you gave him space across the middle, he was making stuff out of it. Yeah. Another guy who you know never gave up the whole game. Um, I don't know, man. I it, it it's it was it was really really cool to see our team go down, rally back, and then keep our foot in the gas because that's just not something we're used to. No, no, it's not at all. No. Um, when 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 Jay had a lead, he would always like let's run, run, let's run, just, run, run. Let's just coast and let's just run out the clock and let's not worry about anything. And Went for it on fourth down. Yeah, we showed guts there. I was I was happy with it. Now the big thing that has me annoyed is you go and you watch all these uh, football conferences and all these football shows, and every single one of them are saying, "Yeah, Redskins look good," but 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 they played backups. But Carson Wentz played a bad game. But give us our fucking due. Because here's the deal: when we were the bottom of the division, no one said the Redskins are the bottom of the division yeah. because all their team is hurt and their half their offensive line is being played by people who never played offensive line before. Yeah. Um, they had to go pick up Mark Sanchez off the waivers because two quarterbacks had broken legs. Um, no one gave us no one gave us any slack there when was, it came to our no injuries. Pity, there was no pity party. No, for the no, Redskins. no, no pity no. party. It was your team blows. Deal yeah. with it. Yeah. But now somebody else has a little has has one offensive line guy out and. No, they had they had three. I thought they had one well, and two and two guys were playing switch positions. Well, Dillard Dillard was out. He's on he's on IR. Yeah. Uh, um, Lane Johnson was okay, out. Yeah. And Brooks was hurt in the preseason as well. They're starting right guard. Okay. So they. I thought they it was. Did, I thought they were missing two, and then the 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 other two guys were switch playing positions they didn't play before. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want to hear, no excuses. No, don't no get excuses. Me, don't get me wrong. Were they backups? Yes. Yeah. But they they get a paycheck like anybody else. Mm-hmm. They were on the team through the whole preseason. They they know what they have with those guys. They felt comfortable enough to roll with them on the fifty three man roster. So I have no yeah. I'm like I said. I mean, even if they didn't, if they thought they sucked, I'd still have no pity. Yeah. Because we won, and yeah. I'm happy. I have no pity because, right. like I said, we 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 got no pity when we had injuries. It was like, oh, your team sucks. I'm like, yeah. How many times last year did we play somebody with a decimated offensive line and we still couldn't generate a pass rush? Yeah, especially I think it was the Giants. Mm-hmm. The Giants had just as putrid of an offensive line as we did. Yep, and we couldn't generate any kind of pass rush against Daniel Jones last year. So this year they did their job. Whether it was against backups, there was still somebody lined up against lined up across the line from them. They still were trying to stop them from getting to the quarterback, and our guys still had to do their job to get to the quarterback. Yep. So let's just say our guys did their job. It was a beautiful outcome. I'm not going to complain. We uh, first first week one victory, uh, opening day victory since 2014. Honestly, I just like beating the Eagles. Oh, it's, I mean that's basically our Super Bowl for me. Do you think that we can sweep 
a team in our division? I think our division across the board right now is hurting. And if we play consistent, solid football and avoid the injury bug that we've been crucified with the last three years, I think anybody has a chance, but I think we have more of a chance this year. Dallas's offensive line is in just as, sham- just as much of a shambles as the Eagles right now. Yeah. Uh, the Giants, I mean, if you watched, how, I mean, how could you have Saquon Barkley in the backfield and your offensive line blocks for you Here's and the thing too. you have seven so, yards rushing? So they are, they're saying that the Pittsburgh Steelers are probably the top defense in the league. Right. They had four sacks, I think a forced fumble and an interception. Right. And they played a Giants team that didn't even make playoffs last year. Right. And we play... Carson Wentz with all of his, all but one of his receivers healthy. Well, um, Alshon Jeffrey's never healthy, so that yeah. doesn't even count. And 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 a, and a bum line. Right. And we we put up those numbers, and when we're not, it, it, it's no credit to us. But Steelers defense is god mode because they beat up on the Giants, who so all they have is a is all they have is a running back. Mm-hmm. So they're god, they're a god tier defense. I mean, I'll give, and we I'll double give their Daniel stats. Jones credit up until that dumbass interception in the end mm-hmm. zone. I mean, yes, he got hit by Bud Dupree, but. I mean, come on. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, you're you're a veteran. You drive all the way down the field, like eighty some yards, to get down to the to the three or the five, whatever they were on, and throw it away. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's basic midget football. Yeah. Throw it away. If there's nothing there, you're in scoring position. Either either take the sack at that point or run with it or throw it away. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's going to hurt anybody in the stands. There was nobody in the stands. Just throw it away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that'd be funny if someone did. Do yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> um, so then we're coming up uh, on the twentieth um, at four oh five p.m. Eastern uh, on Fox. I, I don't. That says on Fox. I, if it's televised, it'll be it'll be it'll be a miracle. Um, the 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 one and a Washington uh, football team is taking on the Arizona Cardinals. But by the way, um, everyone in the NFC East took an L this week, so we are officially. Leading the division, <laughs> I'm, just with, gonna, I'm just gonna bask in it with a di- with a division win. Right, that's that that's uh, it, it's been a while since we were able to say that. There, everybody's saying across the board that this looks like it's gonna it has a massacre in the making. Yep, which if so this was a so G- the matchup predictor right now is showing 31.5 percent to Washington and sixty eight point two percent to Arizona. Right, that this is going to be an absolute blowout. Right, but I believe we heard that last week. We, we did, but, and another stat is Kyler Murray was sacked 50 times since last year. Yep. So. And he's fast, what but we it, also have a chase. What, <laughs> I mean, usually, honestly, though, the mobile quarterbacks are the one that takes the most, are the quarterbacks that take the most, most sacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I think we have a little bit more of a shot than, than, than what we're getting credit for. Um, I think. For the first time, I have faith in what uh, Del Rio. I have, I have faith in a defensive coordinator. How do you like that? He got sacked twice last week, too, I believe. Kyler Murray. Yeah. And I mean, they just lost DJ Humphrey, their starting left tackle, in that game. Yeah. So here, here, here's here's a little bit. So going into this right now, as of right now, the injury right. report is showing we have Cole Holcomb, um, left guard, questionable. Right. They have. Let's let's pull the full injury report up here. Well, Holcomb is a linebacker. Yeah. We He's have. Guard. They have. Uh, oh, sorry, linebacker. I'm sorry, linebacker. They have Mason Colder, center, questionable. Jo- Josh Thomas, 
offensive tackle questionable. Uh, Kyle Flint, their linebacker questionable. Max Williams, their uh, their tight end questionable, and Jalen Thompson, their safety, is all questionable. So they may go into this game down to uh, down down uh, two offensive linemen with a center and a and a, and a tackle. Um, and we're going in with, with just a linebacker. Um, I'm just making sure there's no other. Well, yep, that's that's all there. That's all provided right now. So when it comes to injury reports, we're we have one player on it. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, man. He obviously we're gonna have to play QB contained. We're gonna have to keep an eye on, on uh, what hot was it Hopkins or Kurt Murray Murray uh, and and uh, well Hopkins and Murray because the running back but and Fitzgerald. I mean, and Fitzgerald, have, yeah. Fitzgerald is arguably one of the best possession. Great receivers. hands, but he's yeah. not as fast as he used no, to be. No, he's 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 a he's like a he's like a big tight end. Yeah, like, well, not a big tight end, but he's like a he's like a wide receiver to, that that's running tight end routes. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think this is a good test for us because no one expected Arizona to go out and beat San Fran. No, everyone thought San Fran was a, is, is one of the top teams in the league this year. Um, going into this game too, um, when it comes to Team rankings: The uh, Arizona is ranked twenty five point seven, and Washington's now ranked nineteen point three, according to the to the to the uh, team rankings on this site. I don't know what NFL.com's rankings are or right. anything like that, but um, I'm not counting them out. I'm not counting them out. I think I think Murray's game was absolutely phenomenal last yes. week. Uh, he he made great smart plays. He took slides when he needed to. He he he's going to be an elite quarterback. Right. Um, but I, uh, but I think I think our defense can 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 hold it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, I mean, our offense needs to figure their shut their shit out early though. We can't we can't we can't go three and out the first whole first two halves uh, first you know the first half of the game right. first two quarters and expect our defense to keep us keep bailing us out. Right. Um, when your defense does give you the ball, I did like the fact that we put points up after it. But the only drive coming into the second half where we drove down and scored as an offense is when we got in field goal range and missed it. Um, until the second half is when we started scoring. But for the most part, the offensive production all came from defense. Now, that it's bad, right? So our offense needs to do better. But if you look at you know, when Baltimore won the Super Bowl, Jay Flacco wasn't lighting the world on fire. He played consistent football, and his defense gave him great field position. And not only do we have a great defense, but our punter puts that ball inside the five on a consistent basis. Yeah, he's he's a weapon. Uh, Tressway is definitely a weapon. He's an MVP. Yeah. He was the MVP last year, definitely. Yeah. He was the only one that kind of kept us in games with, with, the, with the flip-flop of field position. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think I don't think this is a massacre. I mean – I'm being naive, and I'm always that super positive fan, but I I think, like I said, I'm worried about Hopkins. Yeah. Um, although Sherman, I, I Sherman was put on injured reserve because apparently he had something going on last week. I mean, to give up 14 catches mm-hmm. is definitely not Richard Sherman like. Yeah. Um. They're a good team. They have a good defense as well. Um, what I'd like to see from us this week is a little bit more Gibson and a little less McKissick. Yeah. McKissick, to me, was a little underwhelming after the way he was getting hyped up uh, coming out of the preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it was just 
a good match, a good match matchup by the linebackers from the Eagles. Whether I mean, they have to do a job too. So Gibson hits holes, man. He sees a hole and he hits it. Gibson almost busted that one run to the left when uh, uh, McLaren was out mm-hmm. uh, ahead, lead blocking. If he just could have finished that block a little bit more, and then Mc- and then Gibson just tripped on his yeah on uh, McLaren's leg. He yep. tripped over his foot. I was like, ah, but that that had the potential to go all the way. I I have I have hopes for Gibson, man. I think he's gonna be fun. I like him. I like him a lot. Like I said, I think as the weeks progress, I think his workload is going to increase. Yeah. Um, hopefully. I, I I know... A lot of backfield motion that you call, too, in this game, too. Yeah. They were all over the place. They were all over the place. You you saw you saw running backs coming up, and it was one-on-one coverage with the linebacker, and that's the mismatches they want to create with mm-hmm. those guys. Um, Barber... Barber was getting the tough yards, and yeah. and I like that. Would I have still like to see Peterson get those tough sure. yards? Absolutely. I I think I think that would have been two nice. of those touchdowns probably would have been Peterson's touchdowns. Right, right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I like the direction they're going. They're definitely young. Even Rivera said in his press conference today that would he like to have a little bit more uh, experience at the wide receiver position? He said definitely. He said he played nine years in the league. He said combined. All of his wide receivers that are currently on the roster only have eight years' experience combined. Yeah. So he had more playing experience than all of his receivers combined. Who, who would be a receiver we could reach out to and grab right now? I was actually hoping for Mohamed Sanu. Yeah. But he the, the 49ers pretty much jumped in and snatched him up pretty quickly. Um, you see the, the normal Twitter Maddens yelling for Antonio Brown. You see... Uh, I think today they here, were they were talking about Allen Robinson well, because he was disgruntled in Chicago. So they were like, "Oh, we could we could we could send a bevy of picks. We have the cap room to give him an extension." And then you see, of course, the OBJ rumors. Yeah, but honestly, well, you know who Haskins trained with during the off season? Mohamed Sanu and AB and AB Antonio right. Brown. Right, but now AB is going to be out for another. I think I think it's I think he had a four game suspension, and that's even if the NFL reinstates him because he yeah. has to come up for reinstatement after that. Yeah. So he's in limbo. You don't know what he's going to be able to give and when he's going to be able to give Just it. Some psychopath on our team. Right. Right. And I don't know if Rivera is going to put up with no. any kind of head cases if Belichick like that. didn't put up with it. That's why everybody clamoring for OBJ. I mean, he's talented, but he's the last couple of years. He's always hurt. He's punching holes in the locker room. Yeah. So. He's, he's getting his ass kicked by the, 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 the kicking the net. Kicking net. <laughs> I mean, it's I I think Rivera's at the point where he'd like to see his young guys step up and I think now that Gandy Golden's coming back from that concussion that he had. Oh god. And I want him to be a superstar. I think Wright. I mean, Wright is an undrafted Sims, rookie. Sims Sims still played good. Sims Sims played well. I think they're going to get into a routine. They're going to get what roles they're supposed to have and they're going to they're going to perfect it yeah i mean i i think once like you were when you were talking me off the ledge yesterday's game and we were talking you were saying just give them time they all have to they all have to grow together just just take a deep breath yeah and i'm like shut up i hate you i hate this team <laughs> but i you're right you're 100 right so the cooler heads are going to prevail and you definitely have a cool headed head coach yeah you have a cool headed defensive coordinator and there's a lot of knowledge there yeah and Honestly, Scott Turner really changed his game around. I mean, when he saw what wasn't working in the first quarter, and you could see he he changed. And there was another little thing too. This was this was his first time in the booth, 
calling the games from upstairs. Yeah. Because when he was the quarterback coach last year for, for the Carolina Panthers and he got the promotion to the offensive coordinator, he actually stayed on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. So he's getting a different perspective. And Ron, I think even during one of the press conferences, he said he talked to, to Scott and said, hey, okay, this is what you got to do. You got to calm down. This is what we need to do. This is how we got to attack them. And they responded. Mm -hmm. And Scott responded. All of his coordinators responded. Yeah, no, there's no egos here. No. And which is good. I mean, that can happen. That can mm -hmm. develop. But it seemed like there's no egos. Like I said, Haskins went out there and laid an egg for the for the first two quarters. You right. know what I mean? I mean, he did pull points up off defensive turnovers. Mm -hmm. But even when he would go out and have a horrible three and out and then another three and out, he he – he didn't. He didn't do the like. He didn't do the 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 pout. No. He didn't do. The, I call it the Cam Newton pout. When Cam New, things are when Cam Newton things are going great for Cam Newton, he's dancing, he's smiling, he's right. having a blast. But as soon as Cam Newton has a bad game, his flip, he switched that flip, that switch flips, and he loses his killer instinct, right. and he just tanks. He sulks. He sulks. He puts his towel over right. his head. He sits on the bench. Dwayne Haskins kind of came like he was. You could tell he was frustrated. He didn't show it though. He like he didn't. He he wasn't like visibly upset. He didn't do the whole like <laughs> like blow it off like at ah, my bad like a McNabb thing. Yeah. He. He just stone faced walked he didn't to the sideline. Up in the huddle. He didn't puke in the huddle. Right. He walked over the sidelines. He went and sat right with uh, Alex Smith. Right. He was like, "What am I doing?" He went over, talked to the guys, and then just slowly, as the game went, instead of beating himself up, he rallied back and stayed consistent. Yeah, which which is he showed a lot of maturity in that game. Yeah, and I mean, like I, like I said, we could sit here and, and knock a couple of those the throws that he could have put a little bit more touch on and give the give the wide. He'll get that. Yeah, he'll get that. He had, I mean, a, he had two or three down the sideline that. If they were dropped a, a hair in, yeah. he had the, the sideline had the guy beat. See, he has a cannon, and it's hard to it's hard to, to throttle back a cannon, especially when your adrenaline's flowing too. And I mean, when your adrenaline's flowing and a quarterback's excited, I mean, how many times did we see even Drew Brees sail sail the ball off yeah. on a couple of red receivers? So it's just till you settle in, you find your niche, and like you said. I'm, I, I'm going to keep giving you your props because you deserve them. <laughs> he's going to settle in. He's going to get his timing with his guys, and they're going to they're going to get better and better every week. Yeah. And I'm 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 okay to say that now. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I I I have I have hope, man. I have hope. Do I do I still think we're a Super Bowl contending team? I'm not jumping the gun no, on that no, yet. No, no, we're definitely not. I, I I think though, if our offense can start putting points up. Like, if we could put 14, 20 points up a mm -hmm. game, just offensive production. That's not the defense giving us field position. Because right. I think if our defense keeps playing the way they're playing, mm -hmm. I think our defense can force turnovers, score points, and keep putting us in many... Like, I think between our defense and our special teams, we can... They can put us in field position to be successful. Right. If our offense can meet them halfway, I, I think we're a playoff division-winning team. I mean, if... The left side of our offensive line is very inexperienced. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have a Jerron Christian, you have Martin. If they could kind of find their their groove and progress every week, so goes the offense. If you notice too, a lot of the running backs when they went in motion, they would go they would go up in that tight end, but on the mm -hmm. left guard, double team and help the left guard out. Right, Morgan Moses surprised the crap out of me yeah i mean he played great i mean i know last year he was battling through a lot of injuries i mean he kicked some ass i mm -hmm. mean on that the one the one touchdown 
I mean, he basically took his took the left defensive end and drove him right across to the right right side of the or to the to where the left tackle would be. <laughs> did you see? I mean, did you see during the Dallas game when uh, oh, Deron Payne when, when he threw Dak Press? Uh, I mean, um, Elliot Zeke Elliott yeah. into Dak Prescott. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, just steamrolled. Well, didn't that happen last year t- with? Uh, didn't Ionitis do that to him as well? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, it seems like he's. <laughs> I mean, at least God. God he's bless strong, him. but when he's not on his feet, right? His like, his footwork as a blocker sometimes Ezekiel Elliott yeah. is, is definitely it leaves him leaves himself out to dry. He looks like he has no muscle mass when he gets no, hit. He no, no, and he's he's not a small guy. No. He's, a, he's he's not a small cat. No, so. uh, but man, yeah, it was it was fun. Do you have any any other thoughts on this Arizona game? Um, I think it's going to be a nice test. I think it's going to be a little bit of a barometer. A little bit more of a realistic barometer. You think we beat them, we get more respect? Yes, definitely. Because, I mean, you have a quarterback right now who, second year, and, I mean, all the quarterbacks that have won MVP the last couple of years, Mahomes, second year. Lamar Jackson, second year. You have Kyler Murray, who's set up for success with the receiving core they have. Um, they have a good defense. Um, and he's exciting. He's an exciting quarterback, and and he could throw the ball. He's he, he has a good arm, and he's accurate, mm-hmm. and, and plus he he has a little bit of that Michael Vick to him. So, I think this is a huge test. If if we could come out of this with a win, I think all the respect that most of us thought we should have garnered after the Eagles game, I think you'll start to see some of the national media kind of take notice and say hey you know what i think there's something going on here in washington yeah i think they i think it would be i think it would be nice i just want to kind of look ahead real fast here let me pull this up real quick um uh, real quick real quick i don't have it memorized so we have cardinals the browns i i I think the browns is is a a winnable game the ravens is going to be tough Rams going to be tough. Giants, I think we could beat the Giants. Cowboys, I think we could beat the Cowboys. Then we we go Giants, Cowboys, uh, Giants, Cowboys, Giants. So I, I I'm fine with that. Lions, um, by that time I think Peterson's going to have that system down and he might take over as as more of a prevalent back. I would be Gibson. You mean? No, I'm saying when we get to the Lions. Oh, oh okay. I think Peterson's going to oh, be okay. more in that system, right? And uh, I think he's going to try to show us you shouldn't let me go a little bit. Oh, of course, because he had, he's he he plays he plays angry to begin with. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> he was humble, and he's like, I understand why they did it, mm-hmm. but if I have a chance to show right. you, right. he's going to. Right. <laughs> so mark your calendars on that one. Then we have the Bengals. I don't have a, I don't have an issue with that one. The Cowboys I don't have an issue with that one. Steelers will be tough. Niners will be tough. Seahawks. I think Russell Wilson's going to be MVP this year. He's he's yeah. I mean, there's Panthers. Ron Rivera cannot go and lose to the Panthers. We can't. We just can't lose to the Panthers. And then Eagles. I I think I think we have. I think we could split with the Cowboys. I think we could sweep the Giants. And I'm getting cocky here. I think we could sweep the Eagles. I think we can go from losing almost every single one of our division games this year to losing maybe one. If our if if our team can click in the way they are. Let's not put the cart before the horse. I'm doing it. That's my. Uh, let's let's just how, like how, like Rivera says. Let's just take one game at a time. I do take one game at a time, but I'm saying I think, I think we have something here. Uh, there's definitely, definitely hope. There's a lot of room for improvement. Mm-hmm. There's, a lot of young guys that, if they show growth, 
and if they progress during during from game to game from for the season, uh, is there a potential for a if little our, bit of a surprise? If our offense picks up twenty five percent, and like I said, just puts up at least fourteen points a game, like just just and stays healthy and stays healthy. I think our defense can carry us to pl- at least a, play- a, 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 division, a division win, possibly playoff, uh, even playoffs. <laughs> like I said. I'm, I've seen shittier quarterbacks with good defenses go further. I'm not going to anoint them after one game. but That defense impressed me. That defense impressed me, and I just I want to see it a couple games. Yeah. Now, before I I'm, – I'm not saying I'm not a believer because they, they, they kicked the ever-loving snot out of Wentz, and I enjoyed every sack of it. But I felt bad for him after. <laughs> I did, I did, but then I didn't. No, yeah, but um, people are starting to doubt his credibility as as a talented quarterback now. It's like, man, that guy's getting buried. Yeah, I, I I just think like like I said, I think if we see improvement weekly from the young guys, because let's face it, like I said, it's it's a young team. Yeah. So. I mean, if anyone, like I said, old Washington fans, if anyone can prove me wrong and, and completely tank this season, it is our Washington football team. Right, right. So it, it, but I think it's a new uh, Rivera. Yeah. So uh, I, Ron Burgundy. Yeah. I, I want think, a Ron Burgundy shirt. I, I actually feel like we have, uh, we're in capable hands. Yeah. So, and it, it's it's nice to actually have a little bit of faith in the coaching staff that even if they do lose a game, you know they're getting taught the right way and they're going to come out and it's they're imp- going to... It's impressive too, man, like to, to kind of go back on it, is that our head coach, our leader, the one who's everyone rallying around, even more so now because not only he's a fantastic coach, but now they're like, this dude's fighting cancer and he's still sticking around with us. Right. Um, But now he doesn't even go into the last half halftime speech to fire up his troops to get ready for the second half the second year quarterback who's been having an awful game does mm-hmm. and he rallies them to come back and put 27 unanswered points up and win the game right so that's 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 shown the team has trust in each other there's a lot to feel good about there really is and i mean like i said even if even if they come out of arizona with a loss i mean keep it close just as long as you see that improvement mm-hmm. from week to week. Like High scoring like, or low scoring? I'm going to say... It's going to be... I'm going to say it's going to be a little bit of a higher scoring affair. I'm going to say the winner is going to come out with... Uh, 31-24. Okay. And that's that's going to be what I'm going to go with. But I'm not going to put who, a prediction who, who, yeah. on who I'm cool is going to do it. I, 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 think, I think it's going to be another thing this week where I think our offensive line may be a slow starter, mm-hmm. where they come out and maybe not get as much pressure on. Uh, Arizona may march down and make some better plays um, right away. But I think it's going to be one of those things where later in the game, I think we're going to be a second half team. I think later late second quarter is when our offense is when the offensive line is going to be like, shit, we can't keep up with this pace that this uh, defensive line is hitting us with. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, I think you won't see us start rallying in, in games for the first couple of weeks because we're still working things out. I think we're going to be a late second half, uh, a late second half team. I, I think, I think they're going to throw a little bit of wrinkle out defensively this time. I think you're going to see 
I think you're going to see more defensive backs on the field again, like you did about, I think, towards the end of the game against the Eagles, you saw a cover four. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're going to see that extra defensive back on the field just as a spy because I, I don't know if you're going to spy Kyler Murray with a linebacker. Um, I bet Chase Young some plays would drop out of the pass rush and play middle like a linebacker in coverage. Did you notice that? I, I he was he was blowing up some screen passes. But I'm saying he was actually dropping back into that like, I didn't notice into a mid, into a mid zone coverage. That I actually didn't. The notice. one play he drops out of the zone coverage mm-hmm. and he was jumping to almost tip a ball down. Wow, I didn't I yeah. didn't notice that at all. Yeah, there was a there was a few plays where he didn't even hit the line as a, a blitzer. Wow. He kind of like hiked and he dropped back. You're gonna have to show me that clip because yeah. I didn't I didn't see that one at all. But it's and then that one play where he he got let loose so they can give him the outside and mm-hmm. he just turns around and turns it on and still caught the guy. It's yeah, like, Jesus, because he, he read the screen all the way. Yeah, what was it? I was like, it was the pitch. He, he a pitch came through, but when the way the guy blocked him, he kind of just shielded him and gave him the inside so the pitch came around. Okay, and he just like he he like he, instead of even committing, he stopped and he's like, oh, and he just turned and still caught the guy, took an angle, and, and he was like the first first second guy on field there. Like he's so quick. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Kerrigan is a is a is a good role model for him because he's he plays disciplined. Mm-hmm. So I mean, from everything I've seen so far with Chase Young for a rookie, he's very disciplined for a rookie, which you don't see a lot of the same rookie. Uh, Do you think he has a C on his jersey next year? It's 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 definitely doable. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm not going to bet against it, but um, back to what what I was saying, I think I Trustway think, should be a captain. Well, I think he is, isn't he? If he's not, he better be. He's a special be. teams captain. He better be, <laughs> isn't he? I think he is. He better be. Um, but um, I think I think definitely you're going to see a safety, whether it's Cameron Curl coming in. Whether he did phenomenal, mm-hmm. he was he he was he wasn't talked about too much in that game. But I'll tell you what, every time he came in, I mean, you got if Apke doesn't clean up the angle issue or staying flat footed. He his his angles are are a little bit. I mean, he's learning. Like I said, he doesn't have much much time on the field. Um, if you're playing safety in Washington, you better you better rise to the occasion. Right. Yeah. Right. He he's he's he has some work to do, but he has a lot of potential. I mm-hmm. mean, he he's very fast, a smart smart player. We'll see. But, yeah. But like I said, I think you're I think you're gonna see you're gonna see Kyler Murray getting some hits getting. I, I'm going to say spied by a, a, a DB most of that game. I think that's going to be – that's my prediction. We're not putting this out till Saturday, so yeah. we're not going to give away any any tips. But I, I, I think I think he's going to he's gonna have a spy on him all day long. Yeah. So what we're actually going to do is because – so I'm trying to boost more people to download and listen to our audio side mm-hmm. of the podcast because a lot of people watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're going to do is if you subscribe to the audio platforms – we're recording this spoiler on a Wednesday because Saturday I have a wedding to go to. I'm going to set the video to go live Saturday at, let's say six o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. Saturday six o'clock. Um, but the audio is going to go up tonight. So you're if 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 you're subscribing, mm-hmm. you're hearing this on Wednesday, and the people who are watching aren't going to see it until. And I'm not posting it. I'm not going to tell people that it's out. Right. I'm just going to let it happen. And then when you, then people are watching it now on Saturday, mm-hmm. are be like, "Holy shit! I could have listened to this all week." I'm just kind of 
trying to give more people to cycle through where they can find us on and better they should, platforms. They should listen to us all week because we're a pretty fun. We're yeah. a pretty fun listen. Yeah, I think we're doing good. Yeah, I think we're all right. I, I, I I'm, I, I, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to get some feedback from more of those Redskins Twitter podcasts, you know, right, right. Um, to see how they feel about us. Right. Um, but we're getting love, man. A lot of, I, a lot I was of, a little disappointed in our, in our Twitter, Twitter uh, watches for last week. Yeah. But hey, you know what? We're 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 just we took a, we took a, well, we were when we hit the first three episodes, we were mm-hmm. getting we were getting right. an, an acknowledgement, right? And then we took a huge break, right. and now we're 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 slowly hitting back, yeah, yeah, and we now were, we're video as well, right? That's big, right? That's big, yeah. Because because we're not that ugly. I mean, we have, no, I mean we don't I'm, have we don't have a face for radio. No, I definitely mean, not. I mean, come on, we're not <laughs> we're not we're not that bad, but. But um, um, yeah, so if you guys are listening and you're another, uh, you know, Washington podcast, we'd love to collaborate, man. You guys can call in. We can do, like I said, we ha- we can do Skype calls. Um, we can put you up in the corners above our head. Do we have little boxes up there, and we can, you know, y- your faces could be seen too, like a Brady Bunch thing. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll figure it out, man. We, um, and we're always down for collaboration. So let us know what you guys think of the podcast. Feedback is super important. Right. Um, if you are listening to this, give us. 15 minutes of your day. Um, if you, I mean, if you got this far and you're hearing us say this, just. When someone puts a lot of time in it, create something just to like, hey man, I listen to the podcast. Great, mm-hmm. give it that little bit of love right. ma- means a lot. Um, if you are listening on Apple uh, or certain podcast platforms, you can write reviews on Facebook. You can write reviews, comment sections below. Um, definitely let us know what you think. Um, this is what episode five, five. now. This five. is five, five week two we're in. Right, so uh, we're we're one to know. Just as just as our Redskins are growing week to week, uh, hopefully we'll improve week yeah. to week and give you a better product. Yeah, absolutely. And and like I said, we're not we're not professional analysts. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I when it comes to football, I only watch one team. I'm like Rudy's dad. There's only one team that comes out of this house. Like once the game was over, I watched a little bit of the 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 the, the Saints, uh, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, and I was like. Eh. I'm over it. I, I have no like. I was curious to see what temp, what uh, Brady looked like in yeah. a different uniform. It, I, I, everyone's trying to doubt that guy too. I'm like, I wouldn't. It's no. still early. He's gonna. He's scary. Yeah. I still want a creamsicle I, jersey though. Tom Brady creamsicle yeah, jersey. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then I watched a little bit of the Dallas game. I just watched. I caught a little bit of the beginning, and then I was up to playing Xbox, and I caught the end when mm-hmm. they lost, and I was like, yes, we're division division winners right now. We're head of the division. It felt good. It does it, feel it good. It really did. And especially, like I said, I, I work with predominant, predominantly a group of Eagle fans. Yeah. And, man, my, my Facebook timeline was very quiet. Yes. I had no messages. I had no no one messaging me saying, ha-ha, your team sucks. I didn't get any of that. Um, and all I tweeted was, not bad for a team with no name. Right. Not bad right. at all. That That's, that's like like I said last what did, week. What did you say to your buddy? Uh, he, he just looked at me and he said, Wow. That's all I have to say. He said, wow. You lost the team with no name. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, you were right. He said, you said it was going to come. And he said, I didn't believe you. I said, well, you know, a lot of people don't listen to me until it's too late. Yeah. They should, they should give me a little bit of, uh, of credit that it's, that some of, some of the shit that comes so out of my mouth is So what you have to say now good. is when you make bets, you have to, they have to, your bet is if you, if I, if I, if we win, you have to mm-hmm. go subscribe to us on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Because no more sodas, but yeah. this, this I'll, I'll have diabetes by the end of the, <laughs> by the end of the season. That's, that's one thing I will never, like when it comes to making bets, mm-hmm. there's this, like, I know people who make bets like if, oh, if I win, uh, you have to wear my team's Jersey. And if you lose, right. if I, I can't, I will never make that bet. Well, I tried but, to help our team out this week. I'll, 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 
Walsh on that bet in a minute. Right. I yeah. will never wear your team's jersey. I can't wear an Eagle jersey ever. The my closest, skin would burn. The closest I ever got is I had an Eagles jersey draped over my shoulder right. during the Eagles Super Bowl. Uh, and the only reason I did that is because we are obviously I'm a huge Washington fan. I will, like, you know, what I mean, there are other teams I do support and I do like, and I'm, I kind of root for a little bit. Like I always kind of like it. I've always been a Chiefs fan um, because my best friend growing up was a Chiefs fan, mm-hmm. and then Montana went to the Chiefs, and I was like, well, Montana was like God. You know what yeah. I mean? I always kind of have a soft spot. If I had to pick a PA team, I have a little bit of a soft spot for Pittsburgh. Right. Um, I have a soft spot for Green Bay. I have a soft spot for anybody but Philly. Yeah, I have a soft spot for. Uh, uh, the Browns because they're always just god awful, mm-hmm. um, and I, I and I, I don't know. I, I always kind of like. Uh, the, I mean, the, when the, when they used to be the Oilers, they used to be an Oilers fan, but the Titans are cool too. I don't right. mind them, but like them, the Carolina, I don't mind. Like there's teams I don't mind. Right. Like, hey, go you guys. You know what right. I mean? But I'm right. I'm a diehard Washington fan. That's my the only team. Um, I do collect jerseys, so there's some players that I'll get. You know, like I have a Walter Payton Bears right. jersey. Like there's certain players, you know, but. Uh, yeah, so I will, but I will never. The, the reason I wore the, I had the during the Super Bowl for the Eagles, I went to an all Eagles bar, Mazas here in Frackville, yeah. and my uncle Steve gave me his old starter jersey of Randall Cunningham, like the Kelly Green Randall Cunningham That's jersey. That's a jersey I wouldn't mind. And uh, it's or a an, Jimmy Mack. It's an extra large, but if I were to wear it, I'd look like Zeke. I look like Chase Young. Sorry, Chase Young, because he wears the belly. He had the belly shirt in college too. Right. But it's an extra large. But it's an old school, like '70s, '80s start, right. starter one. I would look more like Warren Sapp because yeah. I have the six pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, me too. Yeah. Um, I'd look like Otis from WWE. Um, but I was like, you know what? Like, um, obviously, I I wanted the Patriots to win. Mm-hmm. I'm, I I do I do that, that dynasty has been super impressive to watch. I can only wish you know as a team who loses every season. I I was kind of envious of you know, a fan of a Patriots who can sit there and watch their team win as much as they did. Um, I couldn't imagine how that would feel. It's got to be amazing. Um, Here's a little tidbit. Uh, Ben Standing just reported that the Redskins intend on signing tight end to Merrick Hemingway to the practice squad. He was on, uh, he, he, he worked, he took part today in a workout for a bunch of undrafted free agents and, um, or on, uh, a bunch of free agents. Yeah. Uh, they took part in the workout, uh, spent last season with Carolina's practice squad. So he's a familiar face for Ron Rivera and, and he company. Knows, he knows how we can use, utilize yeah. him. Yeah. He uh, entered the league in 2016 and has 13 career games played. Hmm. So that is interesting. Do you think he's a more of a tight end blocker? Um, I don't really know much about him. Yeah. So if I said anything right now, I'd be totally full of shit. Well, once again, Ron Rivera knows the guy, so right, there's a reason he's there. Right. Um, but yeah, so during the game, I uh, I brought I brought his jersey because he literally just passed away, maybe a year or two before that, and I was like, man, to, for him to see his team in the Super Bowl would have been special for him. And obviously, he didn't get it. he never seen it. Um, so I brought his jersey to the to the the party just to kind of be like, hey, man. If they win, you're here. You know what right. I mean. Um, so I, I was, I, a part of me was like, "Come on, Eagles, you can do this." But I, then I was like, "Man, I kind of hope they don't because I like the no ring joke." Um, right. But when they did win, I'm going to be honest. I was a little emotional because it, the only thing I kept thinking about was my uncle Steve and how diehard of an Eagle fan. Like he used to have. I, I don't. He probably it's probably still in my aunt Colleen's freezer. But he had the Randall Cunningham chocolate bar. Wow. And he had it frozen in his fridge freezer up until like the year he died like it was still like he has a frozen randall cunningham bar yeah that's nuts yeah like he like i mean he's a he's he loves his eagles but um so it was like when they won i was like man 
what he would have done to to see this. It would have really, really made him feel good. Oh. Yeah, and then you you know, you know like right. the whole, Eagles fans like the dude's eighty five years old and he's right. been a fan the whole time. Well, I had my my buddy John, his his father got to see the Eagles uh, win their Super Bowl, and then this year he he actually had passed from COVID. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so it was it was definitely one of those things where his dad was just ecstatic when mm-hmm. the Eagles won. Yeah, there, there is some. It. I mean, being from this area, there are, I guess, some positivities when it comes to yeah. the Eagles fans. Like, there are there are good fans. Yeah. There, there, a lot of them are shitheads. Right. But there are good fans. Right, right. And uh, when they did win, it was it was impressive. But yeah, I want to I want to thank Brian one more time uh, for for joining us last week. You can go check out Brian at ProjectHumanoid.com or check out his podcast Murder My Dude. Um, like I said, they do a true crime podcast. Really funny dudes. Uh, every week they bring up a new different tr- true crime story and they kind of go through it all. And uh, there's a little bit of banter in the beginning, but then they get to the story and then they do like a, this week in murder where they talk about recent cases that happened around the world and then they play a game at the end called Who Died the Worst. And they find three strange deaths, and then they and then they pick who died the worst. Like, yeah, that's that's interesting. I it's like a, it. It's 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 a comic, a comedy version as as about as calm as you can comic as you can get for a dark topic. Almost like the Darwin Awards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, they're a good time, and Brian's very good at it, and so is his co-host Jack. Awesome. They're, I'm gonna have to check that out yeah, myself. They're a good time. But uh, thank you once again, Brian. Is there anything you want to plug? Get out there. Just us. Yeah. Just us for a change. Put it over. Yeah. Just uh, just uh, take some time. Uh, give us a listen. And uh, like I said, we're we're working every week. We're going to get better and better, especially me. I have to. I think you're doing great. I have to. Uh, I'm, I'm not bad for, for an old guy. You're doing so, good. You're so. doing good. What do you think of this podcasting so far? You it's fun. It. I'm having a blast. Yeah. I mean, we had talked about it beforehand. Yeah. And I, I'd thrown it out there every once in a while. Like, we should do a football podcast. And you're like, oh, I do so many. Yeah. And, and it, it, it was, had to be done. It, it was definitely, it was definitely something that, that was in the works for a long time. Especially yeah, the, just, what I we said, I about. said, there's no way I'm adding any more podcasts. And then I added two. I added this one and then the truth behind illusion where we talked about paranormal and supernatural and ghosts and stuff. Um, I have to tell you off camera, we might be, I might, we might've got some locations that are going to let us go in there and do stuff at like haunted locations locally. I want to come. Yeah. I definitely want to come. That. <laughs> that, that's interesting. We used to do the ghost, whole Ghostbusters thing when we were kids. Really? We used to go in abandoned houses with like vacuum, Electrolux vacuum cleaners strapped <laughs> to our backs. And uh, there was this one kid we always used, like if it was a tight spot, like I remember there was a hole in one of the porches, like we went into the basement and there was like this hole in the porch and it was supposed, supposedly that the guy that died in there, they never found his money. So we were like, oh my God, you know, when you're a kid, you, you, you make up make a whole story up in your yeah. head. So uh, all I remember is there was a hole and we're all looking around at each other and we all just gravitate to him because he was the tiniest. And he's like, uh-uh, I ain't going in there. And needless to say, we- He, he we, went in there. We, sh- we, we placed him in gently. Yeah. And uh, he when didn't... he stopped crying and turned on <laughs> his flashlight, <laughs> he eventually looked and there was a stump in there with a box sitting on it. So- we thought we thought we were like millionaires. Our version, Shenandoah's version of the Goonies. Yeah, you know, we thought we found we found a one-eyed Willie's buried treasure underneath somebody's porch, and uh, it turns out uh, the house was actually an old uh, mortuary. They were ashes, and inside the box was embalming needles. That's kind of cool. It was kind of cool. It was kind of creepy as shit. And again, after he opened the box and began to cry. Uh, uncontrollably we finally got him back through the hole 
And he was traumatized to the point of not wanting to hang out with us ever again because we were like. <laughs> so we broke into a house one time as kids and we found the largest porn collection we ever can imagine as a Is that where my collection went? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember I kept a tape um, and I had it for a long time and I had a bunch of magazines, right? So the way I had it hidden is I had underneath my mattress, like the mattress and the box spring, right. I laid out every magazine. Like I had that many, like I literally filled the entire box spring and I would just lift up the mattress and pick out my favorite one and then put it back down. Then when I'm done, lift it back up and do my thing. And uh, I had a Debbie. I don't know what, I don't want to know what that yeah, thing was. And I had a Debbie <laughs> does Dallas deep uh, VHS. Didn't know I was sitting on a classic, right? So I, we lost everything in the. Well, I lost the tape in the fire. The parents never found the tape, but the one me and my cousin used to wrestle, so we'd be on the like we'd suplexing each other, jumping off the dressers, and the one day uh, we jump, and we were notorious for breaking beds. So we, I hit the corner of this thing, and I snapped the leg, and the whole thing drops. Boom! My dad comes flying up. He goes, "You fucking broke another goddamn like frame!" Right? And he grab, and he's like, "How bad is it?" And he grabs the fucking mattress, and he fucking throws it off, and it just porn everywhere and i'm just sitting there and he looks at me and he's trying not to laugh right because in his head all he heard was oh (laughs) (laughs) and he goes and he literally just goes he just he just gets all the porn and he goes and he just fucking walked out and i'm like what am i fucking gonna do my porn and i never found it in the trash can so i don't know where it went (laughs) i should ask him quick story back when you could mail cash Instead, you didn't have to do a check. You didn't yeah. have to do credit cards. You could mail cash in. Well, I ordered Playboy. <laughs> I was 13, maybe 14 years old. And because I got. What was your game plan there? Well, it came in on a card with Anthony Tembasco, my dad's name. So I thought I got the idea. I'm home before my parents get home from work. Dad worked at Hershey, second shift. Sometimes, sometimes day shift. So either way, I ended up getting the mail because the mail usually came noon, one o'clock. Sometimes he'd go in for 11 being a supervisor. So he was leaving the house pretty early. Mom was already gone uh, being a nurse. So um, I would get the mail. So I'd come home, grab the magazine, scurry upstairs. Like you said, throw it under my bed in an old shoebox or I had a a closet inside my closet. So I would just throw everything back there Mm because whatever, nobody was going back there. Um, until the one day, um, it was delivered on a Saturday (laughs) and your dad got in trouble. I come home, mom's in the kitchen screaming at dad. Dad's like, I didn't order it. I swear to God, I didn't order it. And all of a sudden he looks at me, sees me running up the steps. Doesn't throw me under the bus. Comes up and he goes, here's your magazine. Did you order that? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I don't know whether to yell at you or be slightly proud of you. He said, so I'm going to go with, I'm proud, but I still got to yell because your mom's going to continue to yell at me if I don't yell at you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That Did you get the magazine? He took, he took the heat for it. He took the heat for it. And then I came clean because I felt guilty because mom was giving dad the silent treatment, which I found out dad's actually like the silent treatment. Yeah. So I should have let it go. Yeah. But yeah, he, <laughs> he was, he was, he was being a good dad. He was taking the heat for me. And I just, I mean, I, he never told my mom, but he, I just remember his, like, he was pissed about the bed and he flipped it. He just ripped the mattress. He's like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> it was so much porn. That's, that's like a good dad moment because yeah. you know, like, you know, they're thinking like, 
<laughs> yeah, this is great. Yeah, could have been worse. He could have found, you know, Cowboys t-shirt or something. Yeah, yeah. and Ezekiel Elliott t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my only abandoned house store. We we broke into an abandoned house and found a plethora of porn at like 11. And then the other time we went in the woods and we found an abandoned house and we came across like blasting caps. But there was Ooh. no detonator. But it was enough blasting caps to like take out like three streets in Monte City. And then we went back and told somebody, and then they, we called the cops, and then the cops went up, and they had like a bomb squad go up, and they were like, "Yeah, there was a lot of dynamite up there." Wow. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But yeah, all right. Well, listen, that was fun. At the end, there we gave you a little fun stories. Yeah, we'll, probably, our, we'll probably add that little every... deviant, deviant activity when we were children. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for uh, Bros in the Warpath. Here's some music by Max Bolton. Uh, we'll see you guys next time.